Talk Baseball, episode number eight. Uh, this is the podcast where two highly unqualified individuals review two CDs, pit them up against each other, loosely based on the rules of baseball. Hi, yes. Michael. Hi, how you doing? Good. Um, it's been a little bit. We lied to our audience and said we'd be doing this on a weekly basis. It's been about three weeks, maybe a month. Um, life happens. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's a very exciting episode also because we have our first guest. Uh, hey, Jen. Hey. Hello, hello. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yes. And you just can't hide it. I can't hide it. <laughs> um, don't forget to talk right up in that microphone. Yeah. Eat the mic, as they say. There you mm-hmm. go, eat the mic. Um, so Jen's a friend of ours, and she's also a uh, IRB listener. I would dare say a fan of Indie Rock Baseball. Long-time fan. Yeah, Long-time yeah. <laughs> Long-time, Long-time listener. fan. First time... <laughs> Guester. First time podcaster, yeah. First time podcaster. Um, so yeah, there's been a lot of cool releases. Uh, it was a tough decision to pick which one we were going to do. Um, but we landed on two artists. Uh, Lamb Chop is one. Mm-hmm. Um, I know nothing about Lamb Chop. You know who knows something about Lamb Chop? Wikipedia. Jen knows about Lamb uh, Chop. I do know about Lamb Chop. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you start off by telling us about Lamb Chop, Jen? I was introduced to Lamb Chop um, around 2010. Um, the album... Where were you in 2010? In 2010, I was in Arizona doing my PhD. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I was writing my dissertation. A friend of mine put together a playlist, and Lamb Chop was on the playlist. And I really, really dug it. Found the album that, um, I think it's 1997, is the one that I was listening to, which I really enjoyed. And when I saw this as a potential... Uh, yeah. Candidate. Candidate. You're meeting Raj, the podcast cat. <laughs> <laughs> She's really making herself it. at home on your yes. lap. Yes. Um, cool. Um, I do. What kind of genre is it? Like, what kind of vibe? So it's pretty lo-fi. Uh, a lot of the stuff that my friend uh, put together on this playlist was lo-fi, and he um, was a big fan of like Lou Barlow and Dinosaur Jr. things like that, and so it kind of fell in that in that genre. Uh, it's a lot of kind of just minimal, at least the album that I had previously heard, a lot of like minimal guitar and uh, it's kind of lyric heavy, but it's it's good and quiet. I thought for a rainy day today, that might be a good choice to listen to. So I guess we'll see if the album is anything like that at all. Yeah, it's been a while probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is just released. Uh, the album's titled is This Perrin uh, is What I Wanted to Tell You in Perrin. So yeah. Um, yeah, let's, should we just jump right in? We should just jump right in it. Let's go. Cool. Uh, first song is called The New Isn't So You Anymore. And so, Jen, you're well aware of the rules of indie rock baseball. Oh, I am. I'm well versed. <laughs> you're, you can totally toss the cat off of you <laughs> if you want to. She's like, you will be my friend. Uh, let's talk about autotune. <laughs> yeah. Let us talk about that too. Getting a little James Blake. It's a self-imposed position. Didn't you have a rule on the first episode of Indie Rock Baseball? Something about auto tune. We had an artist. Was it a Japanese breakfast or someone kicked Japanese off the house. Roof. Japanese house. Japanese house, yeah. And they kicked off with like some auto tune, and that was the only song that they used auto tune. I remember you were not a fan. No, I mean, I, I like it as a, like, I, we went through this, but I think I like it as a tool, as an instrument, right? But if you're just 
every song, every song drenched in auto tune. Yeah. Then we went into T Pain, I believe. <laughs> Who can sing his ass up? I'm looking at the cover art. Is this the guy? Or is it a single a single guy that I think it is a single single guy. Like a guy it's, who it's from Nashville, a, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Kurt Kurt Wagner or Wagner, but I'm guessing it's Kurt Wagner, is uh the, the main force behind Lamb Chop with some other people who come in and out from time to time. It's one of those acts that has a single major figure and a rotating lineup. I like this. It's very chill. They've kind of done, I don't want to say everything, but have done a lot of different types of sounds in a 20-some year career. That's a 20 or 30-year career. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They uh, began in, well, 19, or 1996, so 20, 23 years. That was their first album, I think. Was that the first From, one that I had? Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to... This is cool. I like it. Yeah, I think I would probably double this. Actually, it's, I, I'm really enjoying it. It's a, it, it'd be a good backgroundy kind of track. Yeah. What, what was the name of the album? The first album you listened to? How uh, something about how I quit smoking. Uh, how I quit smoking. It's from 1996. Boom. And I think that was more in their alt country phase. It def- that definitely is what it sounds like. And we got some harmonica solo happening. Yes, it's grooving. Yeah. What are you guys thinking? I would double it. Yeah, give it a double. All right. Starting strong. Next song we got uh, Crosswords, comma, or What This Says About You. A lot of punctuation in these titles. It's going to be throwing me. Hmm. Started off as a three-piece, but have had... Um, over a dozen members who've come in and out of Lamb Chop. So. It's pretty odd that this has never been on my radar. This is like right up my alley. Expression. Expression. The news just got real for the new progressive. The How I Quit Smoking album sounds a lot like this, but minus the. The auto yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems like a thing he wore a hubcap as a They started off, um, or I guess the original version started off as a band called Poster Child, who um, they had made earliest recordings in a bedroom, self-releasing a series of cassettes with titles like I'm Fucking Your Daughter. Okay. <laughs> they then uh, released an open fresca and a moist towelette, which was a single, and then... Um, Oh, they, then they had to change their name. And so they rejected names like Wren, Pinnacles of Cream, and Turd Goes Back. This is all according <laughs> to all music. I'm, I'm really sad there isn't a band out there called Pinnacles of Cream. Oh, I thought it was, it was Turds of Cream? No. <laughs> and Turd Goes Back. Okay, Turd Goes Back. And Turds of Cream. Turds of Cream? Put it on the list. Or Cream of Turds. <laughs> on the list. Put it on the list. The list being uh, a trivia game that we played. Somewhat consistently for our trivia team names. 
Yeah, I think like I'm getting a very like side like music's on in the background. Yeah. Enjoying it. Lazy Sunday, rainy day. Definitely a good call for rainy day. Yeah. If, if you listen to this podcast a lot, and you do, I do. You know that's one of the things that we sometimes, or at least I do, but I think Hans does too, uh, kind of end up doing is thinking, where would I end up listening to this music? Would it be on a drive? Would it be while I'm trying to do work? Would it be while I'm sobbing in a corner? I mean, yeah, which we've had some of those. Yeah. I would. I, I think I would work to this. I think I could code to this. Mm-hmm. Like it would be pretty non-distracting, but enjoyable. Yeah. The guy that put together the original playlist that this was on was a big fan of um, like choosing the right music for the right, I guess, feeling. You yeah. know, um, and that was something that was totally foreign to me before he kind of introduced me to that. So. And this worked out as good. To, well, that album turned out to be good dissertation music because you made it. I made it. I made it to the other. What side. else was on that? CD. I think it was a lot of, like I said, like Lou Barlow. Um, yeah, I think of what you know, has um, come out with a new album, or is coming out with a new album. Yeah. He's a busy guy. Who's I've got the, a solo uh, record from uh, him, maybe two or three back, and it's on vinyl. It's fantastic. He does a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is groovy. I like this. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean I, I'm not as psyched on it as, as I was the first track. So yeah. maybe it's single. Yeah. Uh, is Raj drawing blood now? He just kick her off. It's totally fine. <laughs> he's, he's gripping me with his like his she. wife defend. That's she. a she. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a female bonding thing. <laughs> I love that her arms are completely splayed out. Like, <laughs> just like I'm going to claw you to death if you move me at all. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I would single this. I, I don't think mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I don't think we need to burn through it for a ball. Any objections? No, single it. Yeah. Cool, that's a Ryan. Ryan rule. Ryan rule. Ryan rule. Got a run banded, batted in on the Ryan rule. Uh, got a man on first and one run in. Uh, zero balls, zero strikes. This song is called Everything For You. On a dissertation, yeah. writing mixtape, like you're already in a dark place as it is. Yeah, I'm not really feeling this one as much. Maybe it's a little kind of yeah. neo soul, but I feel like this would be playing in a cruise somewhere. I'm kind of tiring of the effects a bit too. Yeah. yeah. Assembling. I don't know, guys. <laughs> I have some some issues with this. I agree. Tell us your issues. Tell us your issues, guys. So the vibe of the track is a little weird to me. Like it's just a little out of left field from the first two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little too happy. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think maybe that is it. Maybe it's like, which is fine. You could jump moods in an album. Mm-hmm. But all right, Raj, get off of chin. Just push it. Just push. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
Um, there's that, and then like the, the instrumentation is a little weird. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, just not feeling it. Along with the, like, okay, I get it with the vocal effects. Yeah, I kind of want to hear his voice without the auto tune once yeah. in a while. Yeah, yeah. I would, might strike this, to be honest. I think I'm we need to be a vocoder. You're striking the vocoder or you're no, striking No, no, I'm saying, is, is, <laughs> it, is it auto-tune or is it, it's a vocoder, isn't it? It could be a vocoder. Yeah, I mean, for sure. But the first two were definitely uh, auto-tuned because you actually hear it, it shifting as well. Mm-hmm. This this does sound more like a vocoder where he's playing chords. Yeah, this is not. I'm sorry. I'm not digging the piano. Okay. Are you in with the strike? I'm, I'm down with the strike. Right. We have precious little real strong arguments in here. Once in a while, we got to like... Yeah, we got three get people. Get in each now. other's throats. That's a strike. So we still have a man on first. We have one run in, um, and then zero balls, one strike. This is called the lasting, the lasting last of you. This guy's really fucking with you, these titles. The lasting last of you. So I don't know that much about the Nashville music scene other than country. It's really, really vibrant down there. Like it's. Uh, have you been to Austin and like walked down? So, I have not, no. So Austin and Nashville both have this kind of like downtownish scenes where the bars are just have open doors and there's live music essentially in every venue, like door to door, like neighbors. I um, The one time I was down in Nashville, I ended up in a bar at 11 o'clock in the morning listening to bands and they're there playing for tips. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, it's, it's you're totally just drinking, open. Drink, and you know what? This is years ago. This is, more than 15 years ago, and from what I understand, things have really changed there. Things, I mean, places growing quickly. So I think it was probably, even if things were, you know, they're still like that, but there's less of it. But this was right on Broadway, as I remember. But you can, 11 o'clock in the morning, you're in some bar and there. Yeah, I think, I think Austin. It was a cool, cool scene. Austin, Nashville, and New Orleans all have that kind of, like, that's oh, just music happening. Like, yeah. all the time, everywhere. And it's not just country, for sure. There's a no. lot of, like, pretty interesting, like, uh, indie. Diary, Diary of Planet. Oh, there you go. Diary of Planet. Diary of Planet. From Nashville. Yep. Wow. Yep. Was that the first indie rock baseball? It was. It was Diary of Planet. It was, it was one fucked, fucked up Diary, Diary of Planet. Planet. Uh, what See, do we think is, about this? This is back to what we're doing on the first two tracks. It's That's a little more mellow. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> minimal. I'm... Eh. That's, that's my current vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It, it's, it's background music for me. You know, it's... Nothing interesting is going on. Maybe if I sat down and really poured over the lyrics, and, and that's the thing, but I'm not here to do that. That's our thing. That's, I'm here for the immediate yeah. rush of a hook or a melody or something weird or surprising. It's been a fucking lovely day. It's been a fucking lovely day. That's, that's a good lyric. Yeah. We heard that one. <laughs> Again, this is this is going to be tied to our mood, right? Like, yeah. if you're in a kind of chill... Mm-hmm. If I had this on, like, a, on a rainy Sunday, and I'm just chilling on my couch reading mm-hmm. a book, like, that's fine. Yeah, this would be... You know, but that is, would it be... A, is it a single? <laughs> no. I don't think oh. so. No, this would be good kind of book-reading music. Yeah. You guys want to just ball it out, maybe? I don't think it's going to be... There's about a... Yeah, minute 15 left. I don't think we're going to be hearing any dramatic changes in this track. I don't think so either. Yeah, I think it's probably a ball. Yeah. Strike worthy. I don't hate it. I don't love it. All right. Ball it is. Next song is The Air is Heavy and I Should Be Listening to You. Guys, The Air is Heavy and I Should Be Listening to You. 
All right, we got a uh, man up first, one run in one ball, one strike. Seriously, with the, like, like, let's take I mean, that. Is, is every song on this going to have vocal effects? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, did it's going to be downright weird if there's an out if there's a song that has no vocal effects. It's just like an acoustic song at the end. He's just like, "What's yeah. up, Kate?" Yeah. <laughs> did he sing with like effects on the record you heard? No, with that, that's the surprising. They thing. didn't have effects in 2010. <laughs> they did. A lot of those pedals right there. Are from well, the record was 1990. Six. Right, 1996. They didn't have auto tune. They didn't have auto tune. They had effects. So yeah. It had a similar vibe, but it was definitely not this effects heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is. When you were reading the description of this album, and it said something about an overlay of vocal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I didn't realize it was going to be on every track. Like the reason I said James Blake is because the first James Blake. Do you guys know James Blake? Vaguely. Vaguely. Have you ever heard James Blake? Is he the I'm I'm beautiful? No, that's a fucking what's that guy's name? James uh, Blunt. James Blunt. James. You're beautiful. Yeah, that was very. Thank you. (laughs) James Blake is this kind of like prolific younger, uh, like he's kind of like a musical genius kind of guy and his first record was whatever the vocoder effect he's using on his, he mm-hmm. used it all over his first record and it's just it's an amazing record the look up his debut but then as his records continue he started working with other artists he's all I think he's on the either the Black Panther soundtrack or he's, he's like started to work with like rappers he's worked with Kanye West he's worked with like a bunch of other famous people um, is he from the US? no British, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but um, that's what. No, no, Raj. No. Bad Raj. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's literally like whatever keyboard he was using to do his effects is the keyboard this guy's using. I, I appreciate Lamb Chop's idiosyncratic titles, if nothing else. That's, we're hearing the titles of their songs. Uh, they've. He, they have released. Simultaneously released albums in years ago, 2002, entitled "All Come On" and "No You Come On." (laughs) (laughs) Also, "The Decline of Country and Western Civilization Part Two: The Woodwind Years." So it seems like he puts a lot of thought or or, or a lot of randomness into these, (laughs) into the absurdity of the uh, of the titles, which is okay. I'm down with that. It reminds me of Sufian Stevens. Sufian, yeah. I'm about on the same wavelength as the last track. Last track. Yeah. Like, like a ball? Yeah, another ball. Unless you guys feel strongly about this for some reason. No. <laughs> it's. I'm, I'm trying to urge it up to a single, just because it's... Yeah, I want to give it a single. All right. Give, give just a little bit of this slight little... Maybe they could turn the around. Drum. It's like the last half of the game. Maybe they can like. We've got three songs left. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will be like we're turning our hats sideways. <laughs> rally we're, cap. Rally time. cap. We're rally, rally cap. cap I, I, I could get down with a single. The, the drums are really interesting. Yeah. Um, you okay with the single? Yeah. All right. Single it is. Uh, next song is the December ish. You. December ish. 
December-ish, like December-ish. Yeah, yeah. I like you know I like the the December-ishes. Um, they've had some good stuff over the years. Sometimes they're a little bit precious, but I can live with that. It's a good crowd. Yeah. So a little status update: we got uh, man on first, man on second, one run in, one ball, one strike, and now we're in December. How do you feel about uh, the production on this? Because you're, you're the production guy. No, I think it's, it sounds fantastic. The only thing that's annoying is just the continuing, like mm-hmm. the vocal. But, but I mean, it's consistent, right? Maybe that's a, that, that's the thing. Maybe that's the theme. It, it, it seems toned down here. You know what? For halftime music, I'll put on a James Blake track. Okay. Okay. You know, after the halftime celebration at a baseball game. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. We get up, we Good. stretch our legs. Yeah, and then Half, the halftime stretch. The halftime stretch, and then the band plays. Yep. Then there's a clown. There's a race, like a hot dog race. Mm-hmm. Ketchup versus mustard. Yeah, ketchup versus mustard. Then there's a president's race. It's, it's uh, Washington. Lincoln. Lincoln, yeah. Uh, something else has got a race. There's probably got to be a Trump in there. Oh, God. <laughs> no comment. I'm not your dick? Dish? <laughs> I'm not your dish. I oh, I thought you said nice dick. No, I, I, I'm not your dick. I'm not your dick. <laughs> not your dick. I'm not your dick. Get on the list. <laughs> Yeah, it's not bad. There seems to be like a fine line between the yacht rock and the lamb chop. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I I can see that yacht rock or hear that yacht rock fog. So. In, like, tell me about Yacht Rock. Like, I understand the the concept, but like, is it a band? Is Yacht Rock a band, or no? no? I think it's, it's just, just like a genre. It's, I guess it's a yeah. loose description of a genre. Yeah. Okay. Which could be, you know, I don't know. Modern exactly. version Hollow Notes or something like that. <laughs> you know, Hollow Notes is really interesting. Um, that like, has to be on the indie rock baseball classic. I would love to do an Hollow Notes. Right I now. have the Hollow Notes box set. If you want to listen, holy shit, to it. on vinyl. It's, uh, no, on CD. <laughs> oh, okay. um, and the first few, like the first CD and a half, is all their early soul stuff because they were, they were a, a Philly soul band, and yeah. it's really. But also, I think um, they were a soul band. They're a soul band. Yeah, Philly soul. They're. Wow. I mean, Daryl Hall's got a great soul voice there. So was it like at they, the same time period? It must have been Huey Lewis. This is before that. This is kind of like mid seventies. Oh, okay. Their, I don't know if it was their first album, but the album. If you go back before their kind of MTV years. That's a, that's a shame because I was actually starting to script a Huey Lewis in the News versus Hall and Oates script in my head, and it was going to be fucking awesome. It was going to be like Bohemian Rhapsody, but like Bohemian. You just shut him down. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, I know of Huey Lewis it. in the News is from the era of sports and kind of like sort of mid-80s, the MTV era. But yeah, he did the same thing. Like They were a soul kind of outfit yeah, for a long time. I believe they're from San Francisco. Yeah. I've never really listened to their story. I don't know what their early stuff is. It's good. I mean, it's the same kind of stuff. Like he was is a very soulful ceiling singer. And then the only story I remember from, I think it was behind the music for VH1 days, was they got signed and the bass player was like ugly and they were like, fire the bass player and he's like fuck you I'm keeping my goddamn bass player Ooh. apologies if it's not the bass player maybe the horn player is ugly but <laughs> now the poor guy's in like his, he's in like his 70s or something huh anyway 
We could look that up and yeah. have time. Is Huey Lewis still around? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he is. Is he? Yeah, he is. Oh, well, he did the movie with Gwyneth Paltrow. That's the last time I've heard of him. He did a oh, mo- movie right. with Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah. They, they sang duets, Yeah, right? duets, I think. It was the I name of the movie. duets. It was like a karaoke It's really called duets. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I seem to remember. I don't know if I, 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 don't know if I should bring this up on Indie Rock Baseball. But Everything I seem, gets brought up on Indie Rock Baseball. I remember hearing an urban legend about Huey Lewis or, or kind of getting some sort of rumors of hearsay about an urban legend about Huey Lewis before. Okay, hit, hit I, us. I don't know if I should. <laughs> I, let, let me Is just it put gerbils it or? No, no, no. No, it just had to do, he, he apparently had a legendarily sized... Um, Cock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was one of those people who, yeah. So I, I lived in Savannah, Georgia. That's where I grew up. And then uh, it was in this... Uh, I, love, I love the deadpan. <laughs> you just filled it right in. No, the only the only tie-in is that uh, me and my friends used to ride our bikes around like all the new developments, all the new houses being built and things like that. And then a house started coming up and they're like, that's going to be Huey Luce's house. And we moved away from there before he moved in. So that's my tie-in to Huey Luce. Probably would have given away full-size Snickers. What was Huey Lewis doing moving to Savannah? Know, it's a big retirement thing. It's like it's like nicer Florida. Okay. <laughs> Savannah is nicer Florida. I'd agree with that. Yeah. So we've been talking over this. I have no feelings about it whatsoever. This is, I mean, the, the horn. I it feel is like it equals of, a ball. It, yeah. it, it is kind of a yeah. I, I would go with that too. Okay. I mean, yacht rock. To go back to that. To catch back up with that thread. I'm gonna move on while you're talking. Though. Okay. All right. To the next song. I mean, I'm, I'm sure somebody could define it better than I can, but I'm the one who's here talking about it. So here we go. Well, um, it's kind of late Doobie Brothers, Michael McDonald, yes. um, Christopher, uh, Christopher Cross, um, a little bit of Steely Dan. You think like Kenny Rogers? I don't know, Kenny Rogers, Kenny Loggins, maybe. That's right. But I, I think it's sort of late 70s, early 80s. Um, mid 80s stuff with the kind of synths and horns typically it's going to be kind of a smooth male singer with a little bit of a soul inflection to it the kind of stuff you can imagine the kind of stuff you imagine record producers and kind of Hollywood types listening to as they're doing coke on their boats yeah that's what I think Yacht Rock is I think that's pretty much the perfect place to do coke yeah. It's boat? a very windy boat. <laughs> it's like, hold on, guys, gonna roll out some lines. <laughs> um, but no, I get, I get your yeah. vibe. Yeah, like Wal- Wolf of Wall Street, kind of just like. Yeah. 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 He's to give uh, to give him credit. He's not fucking around. He's he's doing this for the entire record. Like, we have one song left after this. So, oh, by the way, this song is called. This is what I want, I wanted to tell you. This is what I wanted to tell you. Okay. The surface of reception. This is... And we're at a man on first, man on second, one run in, two balls, one All right, I'm 55 years old. I'm You're 55 from, years old? No, Wait, he's... He, great. No, he's... <laughs> he's... <laughs> no, he's like, I'm 55 years old, and I'm... Nashville, Hawaii. Too. I'm gonna try and be like Frank Ocean for a moment or something here. This is very. He has a bunch of albums, doesn't he? Like 10, 15 albums. This, this guy, yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder he's, if every he's been album doing it for a while kind of has a different vibe to it. 
Yeah, did, I mean, you had they the, do. You, you're the only one with experience in it. Yeah. So the other one definitely is different than this. It has the same mood, but it definitely doesn't have the same production value. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. There's too many blips in it, I think. I like the blips. You like the blips? I like the blips. Do you like the horns? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about horns. <laughs> I actually had a, lo- a big problem with saxophones for a long time. You had a big problem with saxophones? Yeah. What was your problem with saxophones? I just, you know, I, I grew up Maybe it was like the Clarence Clemens or something like that. Maybe it was just the... I think the 80s maybe rubbed me the wrong way because I think you had to have a sax in your band if you're like an 80s band. Well, you had, Huey Lewis on the News had one. Yeah, he was ugly and they wanted to get But no, <laughs> Yacht, Rock, like, Yacht yeah. Rock had a lot of saxophones. I, see, I, I, like, hor- I like horns. Yeah. I'm a big Herb Alpert fan. Um, but maybe it's like the mixing in of rock music with horns or something. I got over it. I'm fine with it now. Mm-hmm. You don't get too many sax solos anymore. Now you got your like M83s of the world throwing a sax in every now and mm-hmm. again. Um, Didn't Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga had Clarence Clemens on right before she, she died. Really? Yeah, uh, one of really? her albums right before he died. Yeah. And then there's like all every swing band and every yeah ska band. You gotta have more section. No, but I'm I'm more the if I want a sax solo, I want like the sort of whatever sort of mid '80s George Michael. What's the uh, uh, Debbie Gibson Foolish Beat? My favorite song when I was like 11. Did Millie Vanilli have a sax? We're just chilling out in this like wash of B section here. We yeah. still got two minutes to go here. We, 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 <laughs> we, we, could, we could talk more about great sax solos. Um, did Millie Vanilli have a sax? I don't know. Well, it's on all on tape, so it would be a guy mimicking. <laughs> um, a guy making sax sounds with his. You ever heard Dokaka? You ever heard? Do- <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Many years ago, I mean, probably 15 years ago or so, um, when sort of mashups were first becoming a thing and um, other things, and I, I had some friends who were into all sorts of weird music we trade around. There was some Japanese guy who went by the name of Dokaka. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I should just leave the story there. And let you I think that's probably pretty what, good. No, but Dukaka would would do covers of songs. He would do covers of, of like he did covers of like Allman Brothers songs with where he would multi-track layer level layer upon layer of him kind of doing the instrumental parts with like humming or sounds, and they the, sounded fucking amazing. If you, you you haven't heard... I hate to interrupt you, but yeah. the fuck this. <laughs> like, seriously. I thought it was a ball. <laughs> if you want to strike, you strike. I'm t- we can leave it. Like, finish your story. Like, it's, no, a, it's definitely a nice under track for... Yeah, I'm... I'm for Dukaka. Dukaka. <laughs> not, not Dukakis. Not Mike Dukakis. You ever listen to Mike Dukakis? Because <laughs> he had, he had some, some badass tracks back in the day. No, this... This guy, we really should find it. Um, well, that's ne- next indie rock baseball. We're doing a whole Tokaka album. So uh, speaking of a famous sax track, so Jerry Rafferty, like uh, yeah, Baker, Baker Street. Street. Uh, that was yeah. You know the story about the guy came in for he's a session session musician that played that line. Guy paid like a hundred bucks or something like that. No, like, it made the track. Right. I'm pretty sure that's the story. Like. Wow. <laughs> 
Hey, you know, we should, yeah, you know, I think maybe we should do a version of Baker Street, which is Dokaka style. <laughs> Just the whole thing. That's going to that's gonna be on the next podcast. All right, fuck this thing. I'm moving on. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was it. Flower? Uh, well, yeah, it's still got 30 seconds. No, but I mean, I thought that's, that's the last song. No, one more. One more. Okay. Uh, what are we doing with this? Are we balling it? Well, oh, okay. screaming at us now. Mm, I was going to say a ball. Yeah, all right. <laughs> This last song is called Flower. Uh, where we're at right now, we got a man on first, man on second, one run. Wait, wait, wait. This is really important. Flower like a flower or flower like the stuff you make bread out of? Flower like a posy. Like flower like a rose. Okay, I needed to know. Um, we have a man on first, man on second, one run in. If I gave you a hundred dollars. Fucking he did it. He fucking did it. You fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Wait, what? I, I literally <laughs> called this. I'm like, watch, the last track, it's him with an acoustic guitar and no vocal. <laughs> Fucking asshole. This is track going to get a strike just on principle. This is what Wait. the album that I have Some sounds go like. By Some go by disease. Yeah. Andy Rock, baseball, and Nostradamus, man. Fucking call this shit. Give me back my Christian name. This sounds that like a Okay, we uh, had a little technical malfunction at the end there. Um, we were enjoying the last track. He did it basically like I called. I think I called myself the Indie Rock Baseball Nostradamus. You did. Um, uh, and uh, he got a single off that, which was Orion. And so we ended up with a man up first, two runs batted in, three balls, one strike. Not a bad showing, but definitely not as strong as some of the stuff we've been doing recently. Yeah, it, it didn't really, not too many strikes, not a whole lot of runs in that. Yeah. And this is James Blake playing at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, so this is his uh, uh, first record. I don't think I've heard this, but it definitely sounds This familiar. is one of the most popular songs. He's Ke- catching up with some things from the uh, first round. The first thing is, although I don't know if it got cut off or not, that the piano blowy thing, yep. that, is a, <laughs> that is a melodica. Melodica, of course it is. The melodica. The, uh, the guy who did the sax solo on Jerry Rafferty's Baker Street, which sounds like this. <laughs> it, he was Raphael Ravenscroft. And he um, was reportedly paid only 27 pounds for the session. And that 27-pound check bounced. So I was right. Yeah. Uh, and Jerry Rafferty, meanwhile, made 80,000 pounds a year in royalties <laughs> off of it. And that song is nothing without that part. Right. Do you in think ra- that Jerry Rafferty wrote that piece? Or do you think that was made up on the fly? So I mean that's I the thing know. we'd have to look into that. I think this thing was that's so- going to be in in, in uh, uh, indie rock baseball behind the music behind behind the baseball behind the baseball. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing with session musicians. Like you're paying them, you know, a union rate, and they are expected to improvise and add to your song. But you write it, we're back. Mm-hmm. So the other thing about session musicians like Raphael Ravenscroft who died in 2014, by the way, is that they say things like this in a radio interview in 2011. I'm, th- the song annoyed him. I'm irritated because it's out of tune, he said. 
it's flat by enough of a degree that it irritates me at best. So classic pop rock song of the 70s, and he kind of was irritated and bugged by it because it sounds off to him. Yeah. Could be it sounds off because he didn't make 80,000 pounds. It could be. All right. Thanks, James. I highly encourage you to listen to that record. It's very, very good. And his new stuff is really, really good, too. It's it's out there, though. It's not uh, as easy listening as Lamb Shop that we just heard. Um, it was real easy listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do we have next? Idlewild. Idlewild. Scottish. I, I like the Scottish bands. I don't Me know too. much about Idlewild at all, though. Well, we will inform you. Hit me. No, I don't have anything yet. Okay, well, we'll inform you at some point. We will. Do we have any information on Huey Lewis's cock? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working on <laughs> no, Huey Lewis, <laughs> ugly guy. Okay, ugly guy. One thing at a time. <laughs> what if no, the, all right, go ahead. No, what, I, was gonna, I was going to. I take it back. Before you even said it, I take it back. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got uh, this new album from Idlewild called Interview Music. Um, all I know about it. Is it's 52 minutes long. Looks like about 11, 12 tracks. Uh, as we look up the info, let's just get into it, yeah? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. First song is called uh, Dream Variations. <laughs> Enemy, New Musical Express, once described Idlewild's early sound, which was a little bit more harder and punkier, as the sound of a flight of stairs falling down a flight of stairs, which I think is a pretty good description. What we're hearing in this band is uh, the most Scottish possible, like the lineup. You couldn't have a more Scottish sounding names, like Roddy Woomble. <laughs> Ro- I want to say that again, Roddy Woomble, Rod Jones, Colin Newton, Andrew Mitchell, and Luciano Rossi. There That's are a lot of Italian people in Scotland. There really are. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of Scotch-Italian people running around. So that's... Scotchish? Scotchish, yeah. How are your cans? Do you guys need more music, less music? Just a little more. All right. So let's write off some Scottish bands. I think uh, we were promised Jetpacks is Scottish. Camry Obscura, Bell and Sebastian. Doves? Orange Juice. Doves? Uh, Scottish or Welsh? No. I think they're Welsh or English. Oh, um, it's pretty recent. What's it called? Um, I like this, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm into this already. This is... It's got a really good vibe. Foxing. Foxing Scottish? Might be. Franz Ferdinand. Oh, there you go. Franz Ferdinand is Scottish? Wow. I love this. I'm, I'm already like this. Father Son? I think Father Son might be Scottish, too. Which is a fantastic record. I had to, like, stop listening to that record. I was burning it out. Dogs Die in Hot Cars. They're Scottish. What? <laughs> dogs dogs die in hot cars are Scottish. I have never heard of dogs die. Never heard of the Fratellis are Scottish. Chelsea Dagger. What about I have walked five hundred miles? They are also Scottish, yes. 
All right, I think we did pretty good at uh, the Scottish music trivia round that doesn't exist. The this ba- is really good. I, 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 a teenage fan club. Oh, fuck. Of course. S- and Snow Patrol. Eh. <laughs> They're right up there with Keen with bands that you can yeah. forget about from the last 20 years. That like, are, oh, yeah, they existed. That are still putting their kids through college based on those songs. Like, they were huge. I like this. Me too. Oh, hello. Slow it down. Ladies. Jim. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they uh, whoa. That's interesting. How many records did these guys have out? Quite a few. Okay. Let me tell you. Yeah, I'm. I'm in. I've. I've, yeah. it, I've entered the car. It's. I've entered the van. They lowered yeah. me in. I love the backup singers. Speaking of dreams. Yeah. So yeah, like I was talking about father son. I think. I get into this thing where I listen to, I really enjoy a record, maybe I'll buy the vinyl and I'll just listen to it over and over and over again. And then, you know those times where you wake up in the middle of the night and you like kind of like can't get back to sleep, your mind's racing? Mm-hmm. I just hit those songs that I've been listening to all day and then i like, fuck it, I can't. I have to like table the band for like a long time. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I've listened to the Father Son record in a couple months. Just you wake up singing it? Well, it's like, you know, the, your mind's racing and doing like either anxiety or work shit or yeah. depression or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, I just go, okay, so what can I do? And then I'm like, oh, I'll just play that song I've been listening to every day, all day. Then it just repeats and repeats you encur- and repeats. You encourage the earworm to <laughs> yeah. come in. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, you just lose hours. Well, this is the eighth album by, by Ottawa. Okay. Which is um, a really nice... Uh, it lines up nicely with the fact that this is the eighth uh, episode of Indie Rock Baseball. Nice. That was fantastic. I feel like it was like a triple. I, I really like that. It was really I good. think that might be unprecedented. Yeah, I'll do a triple. Yeah. That was cool. Next song is called There's a Place for Everything. We're all bopping around. It's a bop song. Already feeling it. So I'm really happy with the choices already, just because we were contemplating, I think Ginny Lewis was one of the options, mm-hmm. we were contemplating a few others, a few others. but uh, like I could listen to Ginny Lewis on my own time. Like this is something I would have not have discovered at all. I didn't realize this was out there until, until I started That's, looking around. Yeah, you heard us talk about this. It's like we... And now I we try to do new stuff, so it's so we. And now I want to go back into some into Idlewild's discography because they've got like a couple songs that I loved forever ago, and I really haven't been listening to them at all. I'm really digging this. Yeah, yeah this is this, this is right in my wheelhouse. We are all head bopping. This is good, like driving music. Windows down when it's not raining. It's good. That's Go- it. Googling Huey Lewis's cock music. <laughs> How's that going? 
Ask her, not me. <laughs> no, you I don't want that in my Wait, Jen's on Huey Lewis Cock and you're on Ugly Huey Lewis Band Member? Uh, or, I was. Wait, I, that came out way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's totally on Huey Lewis Cock and you're on. I'm on a regular stool this time. <laughs> okay. Phrasing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, our search histories are just becoming so corrupt. So, when Huey Lewis's lawyer sends us a cease and desist, send it to Hans. Yeah. I'll just send you his Savannah, Georgia address. <laughs> First search result that comes up, Huey Lewis's size meat. <laughs> <laughs> what? From datalounge.com. Huey Lewis's chode. <laughs> Huey Lewis's Todger. As a Scot- Scotsman might say. That would be an odd choice for a plaster caster. would be like, oh, I got Huey Lewis. We were Googling that the other night, too. <laughs> plaster casters. This is, this is great, too. You can get off my computer now. That was the cat I was speaking to. So according to this uh, website that I'm looking at, Huey Lewis is hip to be grande in the crotch hog department. I almost spit out my beer. (laughs) (laughs) Hip to be grande. Yeah, I I, I was really, really into this song, and it's just... Just dragging on a little bit, maybe like a single. I think for me, that's fine. It's a good single. It's, it's a, a strong single. single. Uh, we got the it's a single, but I would I, I will like listening to it. Title track, interview music. We got a man on first. We got one run batted in, zero balls, zero strikes. This article ends with more like the heart of cock and roll. <laughs> the puns in that article are amazing. Great. That should go on the list, by the way. The heart of cock and roll. Make someone at trivia say that out loud. Apropos of nothing at all, remember when we went to go see Spoon? I do. Remember the band that opened for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of rock and roll. denim. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I saw. I think we're both friends with him on Facebook, like Colin something or other. Yeah. He posted like a, just the album cover of their new record. I guess it's he liked it. <laughs> yeah, they're touring. Get this tour. You, you, they're touring, or at least they're doing a show with um, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds and Doves. Oh shit! Doves are going back out. Uh, they're but it's in the UK. If you want to go uh, to the UK, all bird themed. <laughs> that will be in Manchester on. June 7th, if you can make it. You can uh, make it. Yeah, I can do it. Norwegian Air is right over there. They fly in that direction. Close enough. Close enough. This is cool. It is cool. I was over-the-top Dubs fan. Like, it's, there goes the fear. It's one of my favorite, 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 favorite songs. I love it. I really love that. Yeah, I, I think... Room. I can't say enough good things about that band. Like, I think they're underappreciated, too. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Oh, translate Japanese to Italian. Better question. Do you remember when we ate with Spoon? Yes. In Azteca, yes. So, so good. We ate with Spoon. We ate with Spoon. We shared a meal with them. <laughs> we in, ate in a we manner, with Spoons. In a manner of speaking, we shared a meal. 
We took a lot of weird surreptitious pictures of their yes. backs. Yeah, fake selfies. This is fine. I. This is at least a single for me. I really? Like, I yeah. I like stuff that changes things up, rhythms and sounds, without yeah. being like totally like nonsensical about it, but in a um, like it makes sense kind of way. That didn't make any sense the way I described it, but same song. Yeah. Same song. Yeah, I think they were definitely doing some fun time signature stuff in the middle there. Yeah. Got a little uh, teenage waist. Teen, I was, yeah. Beat me to it. Yeah, there's some nice guitar. They keep unfolding <laughs> the song hey. in new, new, new ways and in, in new directions. And wow, guitar solo. When's the last time you heard a guitar solo? Like yesterday. In modern, in in modern. That's true. This, it's not. There's not a lot out there. People ripping it out. When's the last time you heard a piano solo? When you were it's listening to while. Billy Joel. Or, That's a great point. I don't think that I can remember many solos in any of the stuff I've listened to recently. Not much. Or as Frank Zappa used to call him, going for the blowjob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Real reference. Look it up next to your Huey Lewis. We're going to slap a parental, parental advisory sticker on this podcast. So it's funny. The only one of our podcasts that we posted that have the explicit label is the Fucked Up Diarrhea Planet because of the title. Yeah. We curse all over all of these things and say all kind of inappropriate things. Clearly, Wait, no, who's putting explicit labels on this? Apple. Apple? Really? The man. Fuck them. The man. <laughs> fuck Apple. Yeah. yeah, fuck you, Apple. Podcast goes down immediately. <laughs> Actually, I got a notification from Facebook today saying that our page is such inactivity that they're going to unpublish it unless we publish something. Really? So, yeah. Well, w- like when it started, I would pu- like say, "Hey, here's episode one, here's episode two and I just didn't do it anymore. I like created groups in 2008 that I probably haven't touched since 2008, and every once in a while, I'll discover like they've when, when Facebook had groups or like. You could create like a, some sort of loose collection of people. Oh. Follow-up question. We made it through the what title What were the name track. of your groups? Uh, One second. We made it through the title track. I, I want to think that was like a, a, at least a single. I mean, I... I, I would I, do a single. I, I had fun with the, I, I, the yeah. tempo changes and things like that. Next song. All these words. Sorry, carry on. I can tell you what one of them was. So when I started at Ohio University, I was there for a year, and they started to build a new student center. And I didn't think I'd be there to see it, see it through, but then I stayed, and I was there for a number of years. They built the student center. It was kind of on the side of a hill, kind of against what used to be an old riverbank. And um, it had a set of escalators, which were, as I understand, the only set of escalators in southeastern Ohio. Well, there's no tall buildings in southeastern Ohio. There's no buildings that need escalators. There were these multiple sets of escalators. Is that in Columbus? No, it was in Athens. Athens. It was in southeastern Ohio. It's pretty rural. It's pretty Appalachian. There just, there probably aren't many buildings between Columbus and Parkersburg, West Virginia, that are more than three stories. There might be a couple, but not many. And it's also Ohio, and you know, take that for whatever it means. Anyway, uh, there were these long escalators, and if there's one thing that 
bothers the shit out of me. It's people who stand on escalators and don't get out of the way so you can walk up the side. Stand on the wrong side. Stand on the right always. Unless you're in a weird part of Europe where you stand on the left. This was a thing. I was living in London. You get very used to you move to the right. People walk up the left. Agreed. Some people do it in New York, not so much. I recently read that actually the most efficient way is for everybody to just get on wherever and go up it. This is this will be for indie rock passenger logistics transit? or something. Indie yeah. rock transit. Indie, indie, indie rock transit. It's it's a different tangent. Anyway, I created the site um, Society for the Advancement of Stand to the Right on the Baker Center Escalators. Oh, wow. I believe that. I'm, I believe that group. As, as a joke. <laughs> as a joke. And I think at its height, it probably had like 20 people in it. I'm pretty sure it still exists somewhere in the backwaters of Facebook. The point is, they haven't gotten rid of it. We don't do a podcast for two weeks, and Facebook is all up our ass. Yeah, the funny thing is that when, I re, when we did our first episode... And I resubmitted to Apple Podcast. It was still there from the last time we did it, which was 10 years ago. But all the episodes were gone because you have to have an active feed for it. To... Anyway, I've been listening to You've this. You've been listening to this. I well, have guys... Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's a pretty interesting hook. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's, the song's called uh, All These Words, if I didn't say that. I think it's single of all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going to taste of the hook right here. It's like a little running on the beach in slow motion. I did it. We're all going to win. Everything's going to be fine. Guys, everything's going to be okay. You know, this is pretty straight-ahead rock, but yeah. I'm cool with that. It's going to be okay. <laughs> That's what this song is telling me. All right. Single? Single, Single. it. All right. This is called You Wear It Secondhand. Mm. Class trash coming up. Take the same walk every day. Got a Ryan on that one. We got a man on second. Run batted in. Two runs, zero balls, zero strikes. Already starting to look like this is going to be our victory. Nothing's all you But I'm not really feeling this already, so we'll see what happens. Concentrated sadness. But all the bands we rattled off during Scottish band rattling session, like I'm into pretty much all of those. Yeah, like, like pretty heavily. Like, I had a big. We were promised jetpacks phase. I haven't heard them Bell and too Sebastian much. phase. I, I'm always in a Bell and Sebastian phase. That, that that's kind of my go-to anytime, every time. I can find something there. Have that you seen I them live? Do. Multiple times. Did yeah. you see them in Queens last year? Or is that yeah, I went to Forest Hills yeah. last year. Seen Forest Hills. Seen them at Radio City. Seen them um, somewhere else in Brooklyn. I've seen them probably three or four times in the city. Yeah, I got a couple pieces of vinyl from Bell Sebastian. I, I like them a lot. They're, they're one of my very favorite bands. Are your favorite bands always from the UK? Not always. No, I've got... They're, You're they're a big fan of the Cranberries too, right? No, I would. I mean, they're okay. They, they've got a new album out. Really? Wait, what? No, you didn't hear about this. No. That was one of the options. Did they, she pass away? Yeah, but they she recorded vocal tracks, uh, and the rest of the band um, finished the album. Was it a it, drug overdose thing? Or? No, it's not. Apparently, it was... Um, I freaking, I don't know whether it was a... I lost it all a... I forget. She was in the bathtub 
but it was like a, a very accidental thing. I don't think it had anything to do with drugs. I read read about this months ago. It was a total accidental, might have been a interdiction, like between a prescription medication and like a glass of wine. Got it. I mean, it's really terrible. I'm not really feeling this song that much, to be honest. I mean, this is in context of the other yeah. stuff we've heard. But it's like... Nothing much seems to be going on in it. Compared to the rest of the tracks we've been listening to. Wandering, meandering guitar, which is fine, but I don't know if that's enough to... It's got an Arctic Monkeys kind of vibe, but like it's... A little too polished, maybe. I like the spidery guitar that goes... They're not Scottish. Arctic Monkeys, they're the UK. Well, Scotland is the UK. Sorry. At least for now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But that uh, that being said, like if I put this record on and I'm doing whatever, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't skip, I it. wouldn't skip the track. So that's and all. I bet I, and I might well ball. like it more if I'm gonna listen to it and really listen to the words. Yeah. Yeah. You want to ball it for now, though? Yeah. Let's ball it. Same things twice. Man on second, two runs in, one ball, one straight, or zero strikes. Yeah, I think you were talking about cranberries. I think you were talking about the cardigans. Cardigans, yes. that's what I meant. Yeah, I can go on for a while about the cardigans. And I have and I will another time. U.S.? Sweden. Got a head bobber. Yeah. Like that this album is um it's uh, beating my expectations. Yeah, I had well, I didn't have many expectations. My coming expectations in. would yeah. be a couple good songs, but that's it's really good. In a way that this it's, it wouldn't have sounded out of place if you heard a song like this in 1997. Yeah. But it, but it doesn't sound dated. I mean, it just sounds kind of... It's guitar it's like pop, a, it's, it's power pop. It's, it's, it's a little more dated. intricate than like a Dandy Warhol, so, or yeah. like a... God, what's the... I think it was an all-women band, Elasta or something. A who? Elasta... Elastica. Elastica. It's got a bit of Elastica vibe. Elastica was very um, angular and very... They were trying to be wired. Yeah, I mean, this is almost coming off like too produced now. It's really, really clean. Especially in, in contrast with like the first track that was so... Yeah, I think the first two tracks were like really got us in because they weren't overly produced. They were like kind of really accessible. Now it's like... I, I like this. I, I, I give this a single. Yeah, I mean... I'm, I'm digging. In, in the world of like Jet and things like that, it's, it's just like flat mm-hmm. rock. It's kind of sounded like Green Day to me. Yeah. There's your solo. 
Mm-hmm. Ooh, Guitar Harmony. I, w- I would allow a single. Oh, oh, oh good. Okay, oh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. But watch yourself, counselor. <laughs> you good with a single on this? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm digging that. It's called I Almost Didn't Notice. With that, that was a Ryan. So we got a uh, man on first. Run batted in. Three runs in. One ball, zero streaks. Sounds like the beginning of a Bell and Sebastian song. It does. It's like Sleep the Clock Around. I'm really, really curious if there's different producers for different parts of this record. Like if there was... Do bands do that? Oh yeah, for sure. Like, Well, a lot of like popular uh, like pop acts, for sure. Like there's like five different producers and like five different writers of all the songs. That, but rock bands not so much. Usually it's like we hired a guy, you're the guy, we're doing this. But occasionally, like on a on a rock album, you'll have these songs were recorded here with this guy. This set of songs was recorded there with this guy. It just there's a difference in vibe and production from what we all got really excited about with the first two or three and this, yeah. which sounds more. Um, it reminds me of when, when my students work in groups and they've clearly written sections of their paper separately and then just <laughs> printed them out together. You're like, I can see the split. Nope. Do you still get texts like eight days later than we do? <laughs> yes, I do. So if, um, if yeah, it means really. anything to you, um, NME describes this as Idlewilds, their sound reinvigorated on their best album in 17 years. Oh, wow. A psychedelic hue to Odyssey that combines poetry with a smattering of tub-thumping choruses. I have not heard a lot of psychedelic things. I did forget to take acid, though, before we started. Did you guys take acid? Microdose. <laughs> Is that, that's a thing with runners. Do you know about this? I think it's a thing with a lot of people. Yeah. Like, I have a friend of mine who's, like, a pretty avid runner. And it's like, you, you microdose weed, and I think you get, like, you get the runner's high, and then you, that, like, elevates the runner's high. Or I was reading some article about people in Silicon Valley doing microdoses of LSD regularly. Okay. Hey. Let's try it on the podcast. All right. I'm not really feeling this that much, but palate cleanser. Yeah, it's a palate cleanser. Ball. We're getting oh. through the end of it. Yeah, we're getting to the end. Yeah, we got a minute-ish. Wait, let's see what happens after this. What happened is they EQ'd the bass out. That have not been sailed before. Here comes Bell and Sebastian again. Well, yeah, in that kind of... 
It's very boy with the Arab strap. Uh, I would say more sleep the clock around, but... Agree to disagree. All right. I've had enough. You want to go? I'm, you want to take it outside? <laughs> I've, I've grown tired of this. What do you guys think? I'm also on the tired side. But it's not my podcast. I want to listen to this part. We've got our first ever throwdown. Distorted guitar I'm solo. Saying, I'm saying ball. I'm saying ball. Okay, you come on. <laughs> I love that. I, I I love weird instrumentation. Like the, this is my favorite like part the of the blowy song. piano thing. Yeah, blowy <laughs> piano. Oh, they're hauling out the whole everything in the kitchen sink now. Oh, this is getting me into double territory. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's at least getting me into listening to the end of it. Well, we made it. Yeah. Um, Thank Christ. <laughs> yeah, I think me and Jen are thinking of ball. Um, you but a you ball. You can give it a ball. All right, ball it is. This is a song called Miracles. Thank you for telling us right at the beginning of the song, band. Three runs in. Man on uh, first two balls. Zero strikes. We're mid-record, guys. This is a long record. We might have to take a beer break. Pretty dope harmonies. This is reminding me of a song. I'm trying to pick out what it is. So, so Mr. Like Fun Piano Guy that comes in this is playing out of tune all the time. I'm not sure I like that guy. Because he came in on a couple songs ago during yeah. the solo, he's like, bleep, bloop, 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 bloop. they couldn't afford a piano <laughs> tuner, is what you're saying? So I guess, am I misremembering the first part of the record? Was it all this kind of sugary, poppy? Like I don't think so. I think yeah, I think it's like changing tone, which is what's annoying me. I'm all down with sugary pop. Yeah, I mean, oh, I'm all down with the guitar harmonies. Oh, well, we made it through that one. Single. Yeah, single. You okay with that, Jen? I am. Man on second, man on first. Three runs, two balls, zero strikes. This track is entitled Mount Analog. You ever hiked Mount Analog? It's tough, man. I wanted, it's good in I winter, wanted to, though. It's the weather winter. was pretty bad. Yeah. It was a little muddy. I just didn't feel like it. Didn't get out of bed that weekend. Yeah, I prefer to do it in winter. Do you have a winter. bumper sticker that says, I, I this car <laughs> went to the top of Mount Analog? <laughs> this car climbed Mount Analog. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... I'm 
I sometimes think I'm a Mount Analog hiker in a Mount Digital world. Wow. <laughs> Man, it's been what a, a while since they started dropping movie samples into songs. That used to be the thing around like 1993. So, Can you pick it out though? What what sample is it? Yeah. I can't pick it out, but the mixtape that I had, chock full of samples. That was the thing back in the day. It's like bonus tracks and like samples dropped in at the beginning of a uh, beginning of a song. One of my what, favorite. What, yeah. What's your favorite? Go ahead. One of my favorite artists um, is a single guy from Chicago. His band name is called Against Me, but it's not yeah, the oh, Against yeah, Me. Yeah. It's not the Against Me that you oh, think okay. it is. Oh. It's a super. Um, just one guy, but it's basically all samples. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm not liking the horn. I, I'm, I'm intrigued by the horn. If it's the happiest place on You're really trying to be like the, the guy. No, I, I, it's I, the I case like of the it. Fights. Who's the who's the um. The provocateur. The the piano player from New Orleans. Billy Joel. <laughs> Doctor John. The white the white guy who's the white Dr. guy. John? No. <laughs> oh, uh, Harry, Harry, Harry 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 Connick Jr. Jr. Yeah. It seems like there's like a drunk Harry Connick Jr. that's <laughs> showing up and playing piano. He's <laughs> like, guys, I got this. Exactly. Harry Connick Jr. Sitting in. <laughs> we, we can do a drunk like Harry Connick Jr. session. Mm. Yeah, I'm not into this that much. Um, I am. Your shoulders are moving. This is probably a really fun band to see live. Like, I'll bet you it's a good show. Feel like they'd be tight. You know, they've been around for a long time playing together. It's been the same. Looks like the same lineup. Yeah. Imagine they put on a good show. All right. What are we thinking about this? We still got half our record to go. Uh, I, I want to give at least a single. I, I like it. Oh, Jens, thumbs oh. down and fart noise. Sh- Sherbert, Sherbert. I'm still saying a single. I, I, I like this, but I, I'm. Yeah. So I'm deciding over here. Uh, I don't know, man. I think in a ball. I think you're being too generous with this band. Sorry, overruled. Ugh. Split the difference. You got a ball. We didn't strike it. This song is called "Forever Now." Sunday evening, walking over Waterloo Bridge. Oh, you know Waterloo Bridge. And you're hiding your brown eyes. They're blue. Fuck her so actually, that, blue. <laughs> that bit that was written at the beginning of uh, read at the beginning of Mount Analog was uh, a Robert Frost poem. Oh, okay. Recited by Robert Frost himself? I think so. Is that possible? When, when did Robert Frost die? 1961 or so. Okay, Now this 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 if it's not in some rom com in the next couple of years it should be. 
it seems like it's lyric heavy. Like on a second listen to, I think I might pick up more. Jennifer Perez and Ben Affleck starring in what's this song called? Forever New. Yeah, perfect. It works. What's the name of the song yet? Forever New. We're all bopping. And you can do it in an angry way. <laughs> Are you conducting the orchestra? Where's drunk piano guy? He needs to come in here like, bleep bop, booby doo. Harry Connick Jr., drunk what's Harry up? Connick He's Jr. coming. He's coming. Because this is way too happy. Yeah. He needs to come in and just be like, burp, burp, burp. Don't forget Katrina. This is a sunny sunny tune. (laughs) That was dark. (laughs) Well, this is... You guys ever heard of uh, Dawes? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of Dawes-ish. Even his voice is like that guy. Mm -hmm. Who is now married to Mandy Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor or something or other. Taylor um, Swift. No. Yeah, Taylor Swift. <laughs> that was a difficult poll for you. <laughs> yeah, no, Taylor, uh, I forgot. It, it's Hawkins? Austin? Austin? Someone, I don't know. Hawes? Yeah, Taylor Dawes. <laughs> Taylor Hawes from Dawes. <laughs> their, their albums are a lot like this. It's like they're very clean and like beautiful harmonies. Yeah. And like he rips solos and stuff. I took a pretty deep dive into uh, Mandy Moore, uh, Ryan Adams, uh, Ryan Adams land after we read Meet Me in the Bathroom. Yeah, that that whole thing went a little darker as of recent too. With yeah, his, he totally he got super me too. Yeah, yeah. He's on the uh, Jenny Lewis album apparently, and apparently recorded before any allegations. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's in the press the record because I read it before yeah, yeah. That, all right we made it through I that was fine I like if you say a triple no it was like a single it was a happy song I don't know man <laughs> all right yeah I, I can sing on that one we gave you we, we bought the last one we'll we give you that one all right so that's Orion you got four runs three balls zero strikes I love the Ryan roll man on first this song is called Bad Logic. They're not fucking around. This is like an hour-long record. Mm. But, I mean, as of right now, I would be hand-picking a few songs off the top of the record and not listening to this probably again. Same. Yeah. The first song in particular was so good. Yeah, the first couple were really, really good. It just changed. I, 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 I can totally get into this. This is, I'd be very happy with this. Finally, the controversy we needed on indie rock yes. baseball. Instead of me and Michael just agreeing all the time. I feel like this is Spoon's little brother. Oh, damn. Snap. Burn. I don't see that, Beth. I just like, I, I like it. 
There he is. Drunk Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Oh, this song's really interesting. I like it. The past isn't dead. It isn't. The past isn't past. What is it? The past isn't dead. It isn't even past. I think that was Faulkner who said that. Hmm. Very literary, these guys. All right, so we made it through that. I, I, okay. Well, I'd say we, it's sorry. not over yet. All right now it's over. Wait. Maybe. Guys, is it over? Yeah, it's over. Maybe. Drunk Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> Flip up to do. <laughs> <laughs> I would single that. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd single it. All right. Familiar to ignore is our next track. I'm, uh, I'm familiar with being ignored. All the people no comments. No comments. I heard one saying, Oh my God, no amount of sleep can prepare you for your dreams. I don't know about that. <laughs> I've had enough sleep to prepare for my dreams. I don't know about you. Are you a big sleeper? Yes. Big dreamer, too. Big fan of sleeping. Then it's winter again. Just when you thought you'd found something dependable. Yeah. <sighs> you're sighing, and you're the big proponent of this band. No, I, I... There's a slight difference between stuff I'm going to maybe get into when I'm listening to it on my own and stuff that I'm getting into when I'm listening to it in this context. The, um, the introspective... Wait, where'd the chorus... Oh, they hired some people. You put a different accent on this guy, and it's like Arctic Monkeys. Like, pretty much dead on. Like, Alex from Mount Ar- Arctic Monkeys. Have you spent much time listening to um, Tranquility Bass? The last one? Yeah. Yeah, it's actually really good. I've heard. I- I've only listened to a little bit of it, and I keep meaning to get into it. Okay. Wait. Did you notice that... The, the song entire song changed? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, that's the thing. It's like they, they really took a big swing in the last record, the Archie Funky record. Like, it's really, really good. Now I'll turn it to kind of a... Kind of... It's like... Let's say it's almost like sort of 80s, early 80s kind of... Something on MTV rock the cars tune or something he's, he's trying to come like Harry's on the door he's like knocking at the door he's like guys not on this one Harry let not. my elbows play he's just like almost there how does it go uh, it, goes that, it goes that I'm not that into this song. The bass player is killing it. Yeah. 
I would single-ish. Yeah, it's shaking up my expectations. All right. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I want to oh, hear this right. part. I want to hear this. You want to see if he comes, right? <laughs> <laughs> that came out wrong, too. You want to see if he comes. <laughs> no, I want to hear this part where adding another layer. A little key, little chord change. Did we ever get any, like, actual decision on um, the uh, uh, Huey Lewis cock? <laughs> no. From what I read, it's huge. Okay. <laughs> You were losing the chode. <laughs> Chodes? <laughs> I could not find anything related to the That's sex. The ugly guy? I'm going to look that up. I'll put it in the, in the liner notes of our episode. All I remember, it was definitely behind the music. And it was Huey himself who was like, no, you can't fire that guy because he's ugly. That was cool. Yeah, I would... Ball, single. Single. That that song went a lot of different places. A for effort. Well, shit, that gives him a Ryan. If you open your eyes to the sea, man on first, five runs in, three balls, zero strikes. Last song. How many runs did Lamb Chop have? You don't want to know. One. Two. So we got a winner already. Two to five. Yeah. Threw it this is called uh, Spoiler Alert. Lake Martinez. Down into the bottom of Lake Martinez. Michigan. What? Bullshit. <laughs> it's called Lake. Pick up on the lonely, lonely so what I like to do, this is like early fall. I go up Mount Analog. Right. I was just gonna say. <laughs> and then I camp. I camp two days. Yep. Go off the other side of the mountain down to Lake Martinez and just fucking chill there in a cabin for like a week. It's beautiful. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Quiet, sequestered, not too many people around. A lot of moose. A lot of moose? Yeah. Lots of leaf peeping. <laughs> a lot of leaf peeping. Um, it's a nudist colony too, which is weird, but... <laughs> it puts the wild in Idlewild. <laughs> Everyone's always getting up and leaving. Huey Lewis shows up. I'm not feeling this. Huey Lewis shows up. Everybody else leaves. <laughs> Can't compete they feel, with that. They feel inadequate. <laughs> like, damn it, Huey. Into Lake Martinez. <laughs> Lake Martinez. Say it, fucking. There we go. <laughs> I called it. You pick up on the lonely, loneliness of the people all around you, but you don't know what they're really thinking. No, you will never understand. Mm. Assuming it's the lonely, loneliness of the people we're, all around We're all enthralled you, by this section of the song. What really no, you will I just hope he figures it out. What the name of the lake is? <laughs> I think it's Lake Martinez. Lake Martinez. Right at the base of Mount Analog. <laughs> That's what I feel like Lamb Chuck would have named the song. Like the nudist colony at the, the base of 
uh, oh, mountain analog, analog at <laughs> Lake Martinez. Yes. So is, is that our closer? That's it. That, we got some fun sound effects at the end here, but yeah, we're done. All right. That was a very, very, very good showing um, yeah. from Idlewild. Uh, yeah, so we got a final of... We didn't judge that song. What do you guys think about that one? I'll give it a... a solid ball. Solid ball for me. Solid ball. All right, okay. so that actually drives a run in. <laughs> Six runs in. Uh, man on left, stranded on first. Um, zero balls since that drove a run in. And zero strikes. Compared to uh, Lamb Chop, which ended up with a man stranded on first. Two runs and three balls and one strike. Clearly a winner on the Idlewild side. Um, yeah, it was good. That was fun. Thank what you for th- being our first yeah, guest. Thank you. Big what, fan. What, what did you and big uh, good good job. Um, <laughs> good job. Good, well, you well big good do you job. Have, do you have anything to plug? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got no plugs. No, no. plugs. A- anything you want to say? Anything uh, after your first experience here? No. Nope. I'm looking forward to some new picks. Nice. Yeah. All right. Do you want to plug your your dog's Instagram account? Yes, you definitely should do that. Yeah, she needs more followers. Everybody should should uh, check out New York Money Penny. There you go. Yeah. Is there a, a, an underscore or something in there? It's it's NY underscore Money Penny. Nice. There you Lots go. of pictures of the beagle. Yeah, if you like beagles, that's your account. Uh, we have nothing else to report here. No. We'll try to be better about posting episodes. No uh, promises. No Demand promises. <laughs> that means Michael doesn't want to do any more episodes. <laughs> I, no, I, I do. I do. I want to do many more episodes. Hopefully we'll have a, another guest soon, too. We'll try to keep doing this. Uh, maybe Jim will come back. Um, cool. I want the classics. Oh, and New Rock Baseball Coming classics. Up. Yeah. Coming yeah, we up gotta soon. Got to do some, do like some classics. All right. Until next time. Bye. See you. Bye. Yay, we did it. I did it. That was fun. That was awesome. I don't know if I enjoy being here while you do it.